See if you can guess what I am now. I'm a zit. Get it? I'm a racing bastard. Let's go right here. All right. Uh, welcome to So What'd You Think? I guess I'll briefly explain what the show is going to be since the first time. Um, basically, the show is me and the guests that I bring on every week. Um, we're going to watch a new movie that we both haven't seen, and then we'll just talk about it. So it's like our immediate reaction to watching a movie. Um, today on our show, um, it's me, Nick, and I also brought two of my friends. Uh, one, Mason Robinson. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, hello, hello. All right, all right. <laughs> and then uh, we also got John Lisi here, too. Say hi. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> all right, dope. dope. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just ready here. We've got content ready to talk. Yeah, we're ready to we're talk. So the movie we saw uh, today was Animal House, which is, a I think, like, 78 comedy about basically about frats it's national lampoons and guys who did like vacation mm-hmm. um yeah that's all i have to say about it um john what'd you think about it well yeah i really could have only summed up animal house in a sentence or so before i saw it just uh basically like you know greek life shenanigans in the 1960s so it kind of lived up to my expectations i thought it was pretty funny how such ridiculous stuff would happen sort of out of the blue as if it was and unaddressed as if it was normal like um the dean's wife sleeping with that guy yeah and um, we'll get into that i'm sure too yeah it's a um, lot of moving aspects and it makes you wonder you know saying when we're watching it's like how crazy would it be if this is what society in the 50s and 60s 70s whatever regardless was it was like. in like 60 you know well, who, who can really tell that story than uh than other than animal house and uh cinema that's an excellent point, Mason. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so what, what were your thoughts then, Mason? Um, interesting film. Mm-hmm. Not what I expected. It's like John was hinting at. It's it's a little surrealist. Mm-hmm. A little, it does a lot of crazy things, just like how it does those, like, stop action frames and kind of do some, like, you know, throw some random shots at you that you know are kind of, like, satirical. It's very, like... You know, you can see a lot of the same styles that use in, like, a wet, hot American summer as kind of, you know, cinematic experience. I want to talk about that a little bit, how... Um, it's it's definitely interesting, and it definitely provides an interesting kind of commentary on Greek life and universities and kind of, like, the politics within it and kind of how people justify and rationalize, you know, those groups and how from the top house to the bottom house, you know, what are all those cultures and dynamics really kind of look like from, like, an exaggerated perspective. You thought it was, like, based in reality at all? I don't know. I thought... Yeah, dude. All, all commentary like that is based on reality at some well, point. Well, like, uh, yeah, you can say yeah. Every joke has truth to it. You know, that's what it essentially it is. Like, like, the jokes are based on true content, but I didn't think it was, like, a commentary. What was, what was the message of it, did you think? The message of it is to kind of just, like, you know, you get this whole perception of what a fraternity and what is, and yeah, it's all this kind of ridiculous party and whatnot, but at the end of the day... You know, there's some, like, unique bond and unity and association to this, like, kind of human-constructed organization. 
that like really provides people meaning and ownership and you know a sense of identity to something yeah but like it fucked up their lives at the end oh god damn sorry not allowed to say that uh, they're good they're good i don't think anybody's listening no one's listening um yeah it, it messed up their lives though like they all were expelled from school I had to go back. One guy became a senator. I want to say that's that true. Up his life. Yeah. You know, he seemed happy. But th- that seemed point. surreal in and of itself to me, though. Like, clearly that, like, wouldn't have happened. <laughs> well, it was just like it wouldn't have happened that everyone had gone to jail. Like, you can pick yeah. and choose what you think is surreal and, you know, what is realistic or whatnot. But at the end of the day... Honestly, I feel like you, you, you can't. You have to, ex- like, either the whole movie is surreal or, like, you can't pick the, the aspects of it that you want to be real and the ones that you don't. That's true. So do you think the whole movie should have been more surreal or like just they should have gotten rid of that entirely? It was like, like I, when I watched it, I didn't expect it to be as, and I, I hate to keep using these words surreal without explaining what I mean. Like there were some things that for me at least took me completely off guard and I th- thought would have some greater explanation or some bigger meaning in the plot, but just happened totally off the cuff and then it wasn't addressed again like that girl um like with the whole angel devil sequence with her being 13 years old and then the the thing with dean and yeah that's one of the most horrifying scenes i've ever seen yeah (laughs) and yeah (laughs) it just threw it at you definitely not okay for the time period i think either (laughs) that had to been edgy then it's not like (laughs) oh it was the 60s or 50s like Back then, it was okay. It's not... It's yeah, that's just, okay. like, always been bad, I feel like. Yeah. Um. <laughs> right before she showed up, too, she uh, crashed into her... There's a lot of car crashing in this but movie. You, you gotta think about car all this content that we're talking about, the little iffy and whatnot, but the whole... You could tell the style and everything about it was to kind of, like, attack just kind of, like, not, like, conservative viewpoint, but kind of just, like, this you know, this traditional ideal way of, like, how cinema and how people, like, you know, perceive, communicate with each other with kind of, like, the cursing and the language and, like, the, the uh. sexual content and whatnot, the drugs. It's all to kind of attack these, like, people that, like, they, they think they're too good for it all and whatnot. And it kind of catches you off guard. Like, think about how kind of wild and psychedelic it really was. It, was, it really was kind of like that as a movie and compare that to all the, the films of its time. That's really going to catch some eyes and really make some heads turn. I think uh, another thing they achieved there is pretty much like just the not slapstick but sort of crude entertainment value of of some of those same things like the you know the various different partying and like Nick mentioned it while we were watching like the uh there's a lot of female nudity, but no male nudity at all. So they know that. Yeah, it's definitely very sexist. Yeah, can you name a stringle, like, strong female lead in that movie? That no, was I mean, there a line? All the women were, were, were supposed to be bimbos. Object. All the women were supposed yeah. to be, like, you know, well, just yeah. ditzes. It like, definitely didn't pass that, like, female they test. They were either, like, like, a sorority they, girl. Did they have a conversation that's not about guys? Yeah, they were either a sorority oh. girl or a guy or a girl that was getting with some, like, fraternity guy. Like somehow, and like, and like, even the one of the main characters was already like sleeping with two different guys. Like, yeah, that's already just like a critique on their character, right there. Just like a little subtle, like back at like, oh, we're gonna make them a bigger character, but they're also just kind of messing around with every guy they see. Mm. So also, what? there was the thirteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was they made bad. into a joke. They kept referencing it. They were like. 
But she, oh, you molested her. <laughs> yeah, she came out later. <laughs> she like she got word ratted out. Around. Oh my gosh. But it felt like that scene where she ratted out that guy to her parents for molesting her. Like it felt like that was out of Scooby Doo or something when they like take off the bad guy mask and then <laughs> they get or. or the dark I don't know. It, it was like a, no, but like what I'm saying is something that should have been so heavy, like you know, it was just like an OU type of thing where the the teenager or the college student was like, uh, you know, guys, we should talk about this later, like uh, uh and like ran away or whatever and screamed mm-hmm. like they did three other times in the movie. Because it's that kind of use of like satiricalness, you know? Yeah, it's it like is. All it the is a movie, weird... like. For example, like the sexual relation between guys and women, you know, the misogyny and that to the drugs, the drinking and like all the alcoholism and the whole whatnot. It's all, ta- it's supposed to, they portray it lightly, but all under underneath it are like serious themes and whatnot. You know, and I think it's critiquing all of that. And it kind of, and that's, I think that in purpose kind of like, you know, wash over some of those little things with like, you know, the molestation and whatnot because like it's part of the style. They're just kind of like, Making it over and making that seem like a big thing, but really it's kind of just like a satirical nature at all. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I also think maybe they're just not... Oh, they're just they not satire at all, and they just, like, that's... They like definitely the, the, are, like, <laughs> probably sexist people that, like, have a backwards perception to a degree, yes. It could be satire, though. It could. Maybe it's, like, that exaggerated would, That would explain, bit. like, why they brushed over so many, like, seemingly repulsive things. Just because, like, it's a satire... Mm-hmm. Um, that's aimed at attacking people who are, you know, accusatory towards Greek life of all these things. And the, so the point of the satire is like, oh, yeah, you guys are right. This stuff happens yeah. all the time. Like, because clearly it struck us as ridiculous. So, like, maybe the punchline is, you know, and maybe you two could weigh yeah. in because you're both in, involved in Greek life. Like, you know, the, the, it's, if it struck you two as ridiculous, I'm sure that stuff isn't going on all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I guess the, I would say it's not like surreal we, and a lot of the stuff they did. I could see a lot of that happening. Oh well, yeah. Places. I guess the uh, uh, the the meat of it is pretty realistic, but <laughs> you know, like you're not gonna sleep with the dean's wife. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's definitely some stuff that yeah wouldn't fly. I don't know. I also have this worry that we're just reading into it too much, and it really was just supposed to be like crass jokes. You know. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure whether it's, like, from the time period of why it's so bad or if it was, like, bad then and, like, they yeah. were making well, fun of it. Well, here's what I think. I think, the, like, the kind of unique elements that you use show that the, the writers and the directors had some little more thought in it than just, like, a slapstick kind of movie. Like, the, the little thing, just, like, how that when the horse died or, like, they got shot or whatever, it kind of had that freeze frame for a second. Like, that first coming off guard is, like, unique. You know, it's very kind of, like, you see a lot of the styles, kind of like a Wes Anderson flick, and it's a lot of it's a lot of that. It kind of just, like, does random things that don't really even have an explanation, and it's kind of like, like I said, like, Wet Hot American Summer. It kind of, like, gives us a low-budget, kind of, like, over-dramatized thing, but really I think everything's kind of intentional to a degree. Like, when people are flying off the risers and they're just, like, doing backflips essentially of like 50 yeah. foot like you obviously know that's not realistic to any degree we're stuck on all the, this like surrealism stuff or right the, yeah the crazy aspect um but let's i'm not convinced that they're doing it on purpose you're not i feel like they might just be like stupid people who made a movie no they so what you think they like don't know that that stuff isn't realistic 
But no, it's like that it's like inappropriate. Like the oh, stuff, oh like, okay. So what do you like the molestation thing? Yeah. I think they just thought that was funny. So they put that in. Well, I mean... I, like, I don't think it's that. like they're like making a satire on like... You can't you, you can't add hominems just, you know like it's not like they are sympathizing with child molesters or anything it's just supposed to be like a jarring joke you know yeah i just think it's like in a jarring joke that just like happens to be really offensive but like they weren't like the offensive part did not cross their mind they just wanted to go for a jarring i have <laughs> no idea but i can totally see i can see either way yeah, not really I can see it either way. No, no, I, I have some pretty radical opinions on, on like, comedy. There are a bunch of articles. I quick Googled it. Really? Yeah. Like, stereotypical versus satirical. And it's, like, all about this. I, I wonder what should be off limits in comedy, like, com- comedic cinema or, like, stand-up routines and things like that. Like, I feel like when you go into watching a comedic art performance, you have to understand that, like, you know, it's not like the arbiter of it really endorses anything they're saying you can't take what they're saying at their word because it's just supposed right. to you know comedy I, is just I supposed to be absurd and like make you react i actually had an interesting take on that going off that i was thinking about today kind of like when people say a joke and like oh dude that's like too offensive like you cross yeah. the line mm-hmm. yeah but you does that say that same person that called you out for making a like maybe ill-advised joke they probably have laughed at the same style of joke oh, yeah, and the same content to, like, you know, in a movie or a comedian and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And how is that any better? You know, if that person has a bigger medium to display that kind of, you know, I don't really... I, in my head, I've always thought of this as, like, the R Holocaust jokes really funny, like, type of, uh, like, complex here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mean specifically, like, Holocaust jokes or anything, but, like... Are offensive jokes really funny? Because I think in one part of our conscious mind, we acknowledge that, like, there are many people who would probably be offended by any given joke, depending on what demographic it targets or something like that. But then another part of us that accepts that and knows that it's problematic from that angle, but at the same time just appreciates it because it's absurd and funny like every other joke. And, like, you know, things like the, the child molestation thing in Animal House, like, that'll make you sort of realize that those two angles are at odds i think mm-hmm. so, and that's an interesting point cause do you get any enjoyment out of, so like you seem pretty offended by the some of the stuff right i mean yeah it's definitely not like, okay i don't okay, feel like so i feel like the movie wasn't i feel like the most of the audience would not be like smart enough to realize that it's like a satire like people would just take it at face value if it was a satire you think I'm, i don't know i don't know i feel like most like frat guys coming out of that party were like yeah that's what my life is like (laughs) yeah i don't know well i mean if you think about it you're a frat guy you're a frat guy who watched this movie and thought it was completely insane yeah but i don't know there's other frats that have it (laughs) worse yeah i don't know maybe um but back to what i was like uh, i want to get back to the bigger idea here Mm. do you like think offensive jokes are funny so like if i told you this really long and elaborate like racially insensitive joke even if the punchline was something really clever or like you know whatever i don't have any racist jokes off top so i can't do it you don't have to say racist yeah that's fine (laughs) um yeah would you like would you not want to laugh like yeah i don't think i don't think i would actually think it's funny i don't know if i've just been like raised or trained that way to like make me think it's bad well it's kind of hard not to be these days like and don't get me wrong, obviously, I think that's great. Like, like yeah. being socially progressive is obviously the wave, but... Um, <laughs> but... 
but it's kind of hard to escape. Save him. I've definitely seen you laugh at a like an offensive joke. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's a fact. You know, you it's hard. It's really hard to practice what you preach with these things. It, it really is, because yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's like lines for. I don't know. Everyone has a different line, so I've <laughs> different. What do you I mean? Like different lines, lines <laughs> for some people. Everybody's got a different line. Yeah, I guess that's you what know? it boils down to. Just what's your line? Like some people who like are like minorities that are like being made fun of in these jokes, like actually still think it's funny. Give us a second. Uh, plugging it. Wait. Some talking points. Want to play a song? Yeah. Yeah, we can play a song. Here, let me look up Dude, like the Mr. soundtrack. Mr. Postman. Yeah, I'll give up. Please, Mr. Postman. Mr. Postman was in the movie. Yeah, it's hype. I feel like the song's in every movie. <laughs> I don't remember it, but I'll take his word for it. Yeah, I do. Oh, wait. The Marvelettes, probably? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the original. That seems like the original. Alrighty. Okay, we're gonna quit a uh, quick song, and then we're gonna come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Song. Here we go. Fading out. Alright, so we actually just played two songs. We lied. Um, but the second one was the Isley Brothers, or Isley Brothers Shout. Um, and yeah, now we're going to get back into our little discussion. Um, so something we didn't touch on that I feel like we probably should have was <coughs> what was funny about the movie, because it was a comedy. So um, mm-hmm. I'm just, I have a bunch of quotes pulled up that I just Googled. So we'll read some off, see if we thought they were funny. Um, when Bluto says Toga Toga, <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. I actually do that remember that. Really it was kind of funny. Impactful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that the whole idea like, of a toga party is pretty that funny. That was one of the more significant lines of the film. It kind of was like... It is, it's the number one. <laughs> it's actually the cultural, number one quote. A yeah, cultural reference. A cultural take. How Greek is the, Greek life, you know? Like, the is there any influence of, of you know, that marginalized wrong? cultures inside of Greek life? And I think he really made some political statement right there. Yeah, I think there was a really deep meaning behind that. No, one. I think the uh, the whole twenty four out of twenty four found this interesting. Twenty four out of twenty four. The whole idea of toga party oh. was really funny to me. Like, I don't know. I think that should definitely come back. That should yeah, definitely be a thing. Yeah, why it's yeah. not a thing? We'll never. Yeah, really I think know. Greek life. It needs because to people come jump back on the togas and they like fall Greek off. Roots, you know. Hmm? Yeah, no, I agree. Greek life has to go back to like. We I should mean, only eat euros and. Can you guys do tailgates in a coliseum? Yeah, we're actually building one. We're getting the Sammy Coliseum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, let's go to the what next else? line. <laughs> harping not... on this too much. Um, see if you can guess what I am now. Puts a scoop oh, of mashed yeah, potatoes yeah, yeah. in his mouth and you slams his cheeks. I'm a zit. Get it? Yeah. I, dad, I, that was a funny line, actually. <laughs> I laughed. Um, think was, of how was polite. Think of how much of an asshole this guy would be in real life. Blue, blue Tark. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Dude, that would just, not go over well. He, like, shoves pencil in his nose when you're trying to talk to him. He spits food at you. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no. no. Terrible friend in real life. I think, yeah, his, his character's probably entirely exaggerated, though. Oh, well, yeah, of course. There's no one like him. So, like, it that kind of goes back to the um, surreal thing. Like They slid in that he's been going to this school Faber for seven years so he's probably cycled through yeah. a, like three different frat classes or chapter or whatever you call him yeah, he did look old he looked well into his 30s <laughs> um yeah okay let's go to another forgive quote. me for not knowing but that was john belushi right yeah yeah, yeah. he played that pretty well <laughs> i know he was funny i enjoyed fits it fits him i think 
Um, you're all worthless and weak. That's a quote. Um, I don't remember that one. Oh, uh, uh, the Nader general, Nader Meyer. Nader Meyer. Uh, that's just like a kind of, like a pledging joke. <laughs> no, here's what I don't get, okay, though. Like, it's kind of funny. The, how was the army involved with, like, these college students? How, how did... Yeah, that whole plot kind of confused me, actually. And the general was, like, giving them a workout. Oh, it was just the ROTC group. Oh, uh, they're in ROTC? Is that, that the idea? Was, oh, that make, yeah, that would make sense. That's why that I would assume it was ROTC or something. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know why we didn't think it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that does make sense. Yeah. And they're at odds with the... Um, yeah, that was a bad point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, Um. yeah. Let's move on. Uh, my advice to you is to start drinking heavily. <laughs> that was when he was, like, distraught about his car. Was it, was it supposed to be that the, the death mobile they made at the end was that kid's car? Oh, Kent or whatever. Easter egg. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah that they just, like, like totally ruined his car. That's, or his that's car. really deep. Is that a motif or a metaphor? You guys are it's motif because it's really it's the, oh because you can also use it literally that's what motif is mm. yeah it's not a motif like or as it could also be a simile <laughs> I don't think you can have a simile in a movie that's debatable well, that's, that's I think that's, that's next Casper next Casper class we'll we'll Casper talk about that who's Casper uh, it's uh, intro to cinema teacher oh, okay <laughs> for for those who don't know is anyone listening. I, uh, um, oh, if you're listening and you want to like weigh in something you think we're oh yeah, I can try and figure out how the phone works. It's right yeah, there. Call in. I mean, call in two one three five. You can if you five. want. Is that the right number? Oh yeah, um, one three. Yeah, five, if you four, find five, the number and are one, able five, to call us, six zero. By all means, call us. We could use it. But um, use it. yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna say the number on the air. On that note, I actually got some interesting, uh, I was doing a little research while you guys were bickering about, you know, well, this, all surrealism, that. Mm-hmm. I found some interesting trivia. Okay. Not even trivia, it's more facts. It's facts. And it kind of, is, for example, um, but when John Belushi had to fly back and forth from Oregon to New York twice a week to, like, shoot the film, he was rehearsing and taping Saturday Night Live. <laughs> That's a whole, that was the most oh, wow. boring fact. That, that was, was kind of boring. You didn't I kind of assumed that, honestly. It. They filmed it in Oregon? More oh, money strange. was spent advertising and promotion for the film than the film itself. That's believable. Yeah. See that. Especially because like, I think it's like National Lampoon's first movie. So they're probably yeah. like pushing for that. So what else has National lesson. Lampoon really done? What is National Lampoon? I yeah, don't even know. Um, yeah, we didn't watch the Give film on Netflix. Yeah. National Lampoon. I think Animal House was the first one, and then they did, like, Vacation. But what they is National all Lampoon? Big... Is it just, like, a group? Yeah, I think it, start, it started as a magazine, vacation, and then it turned into, like, Christmas a production vacation. company, I think. Loaded with It's kind of wild. There's a movie about it. A movie about it. A futile and stupid gesture. Out on oh, Netflix. Oh, oh, I'm oh, futile and stupid gesture. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Animal House is probably their most famous movie, right? It feels like everybody's father no, has seen this movie. I think. I'd say Vacation. Vacation, really? Or like? I yeah, I definitely had seen Vacation before Animal House, obviously. <laughs> my dad. Uh, my dad was... loves yeah. Vacation, so. Oh, your dad loves Vacation. My dad loves Animal House. I feel like Animal House oh, really? appeals to like the dad sensibilities. Maybe if yeah. you're in a frat, but I feel like if you weren't, maybe you weren't. No, he that. wasn't. He was. Really? He, yeah, he was not a big frat guy.
Okay, so yeah, Animal House was their first one. Then they had this movie called Class Reunion. Never heard of that. A lot of school things. Movie Madness. And then they did the three vacation movies. I haven't even seen the vacation movies. What is it? What is They're it funny. They get progressively worse, though. Really? Yeah. I did see Loaded it's Gun. It's a pretty good movie. What movie? Loaded Gun. Loaded Gun. Like Pink mm. Panther. Oh. Okay. Oh, they make some other, like, small stuff, too, apparently. Yeah, I don't really know enough about that to talk about that confidently, but... Okay, were there any other funny quotes? Do you guys have anything that you were, like... I don't know. Oh, I yeah, mean... big line. I don't know what the famous lines are from the movie. I think probably, I'm a zit, get it? I think I've heard that one. My dad um, always said, like, you don't even have a grade point average. Yeah, 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 I remember dad that. to say that. Imagine if that's how it went, that, like, the dean called you in if you got a bad grade point average, and um, he just sits you down and says, okay, you yeah, screwed up. Yeah, calls yeah. into the office. All, all the incompletes. You guys want to talk about the Greek life stuff? Yeah, let's move on to the Greek life stuff. So, Mason and I are in Greek life. Mason, what are your thoughts? How did it compare? What do you, not what do you really, think? Don't, ha, not, like... Was it a good account of Greek life? Because obviously that's not, like, it wasn't. It's not a good account of real life. It's not a good account of life on Earth. But, um, you know, obviously in Animal House, like, Greek life is sort of the scourge of the campus. The dean is, like, fighting tooth and nail to get this one frat removed. Like, how do you think that dynamic is really represented in real life how do you think that really plays out like the relationship between the school and the well, i would life? say that probably is it's probably not like a frat and the president teaming up to get the like other frat kicked off or whatever blah, blah, yeah, that'd, be, that'd be wild <laughs> some aspects i thought rush was kind of funny you know there, there's some yeah. jokes to there um a lot That's of true. all the i thought the rush stuff was kind of real in a way it was funny yeah, right, um, yeah. it's like a fancier version it's kind of like culture and dynamic. It's all it kind of, it has a lot of real aspects to it. Kind of just like this, you know, trust your brothers, kind of do your own thing, and, you know, don't really worry about what anybody else does or thinks outside of the house. Emphasize that, kind of just like, don't really care what everyone else thinks. Which I think it's cool how they really put emphasis on that. I feel um, a little odd asking either of you this because I know it's kind of a loaded question. Um, is Greek life a good thing? for a school ooh that's a good discussion so mm. I'm not saying like I is think it USC is it a good is it good for the school I mean it, I guess it attracts sociable kids it does too. yeah it, it's, especially which is with fine to an extent I think yeah because everyone at USC like they're like sociable but they're also like incredibly smart still so I don't think that necessarily like, means a your social well, like, what it even means to be good or bad for a school it just changes a school like usc without greek life wouldn't necessarily be better or worse or anything it would just be a different experience it would be outright. very different yeah you know you can't really just it's i'm just, sure there are some things that would be better or worse about like the differences you know i think the yeah, culture well, in general would probably be better especially with like rankings of like sororities yeah like yeah, I think being in a sorority feel a lot more comfortable socially or yeah, no, like being a sorority is a total identifier. It's like yeah. your name and your sorority, and then yeah. they like judge you on how cool you are. Mm-hmm. I'm sure frats are the same way. Frats are the same, yeah. yeah. It's 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 somewhat it's it's just, just it's like very a, high another school. level of social status, you know, hierarchy. 
it's yeah, that's how another like added really level works. of that. It's just like a club or fo- like any other like. Yeah, yeah, one club is like necessarily like better than the other. Like, like not, there's literally like a Tumblr ranking that everyone like takes so yeah. seriously at the end of every oh, semester. Yeah, clubs are not like at each other's throats ever. For every college football team, you wouldn't say that college football. Yeah, but one is actually superior. Yeah, like one one games, the other one is just a person. That's the whole idea. They're competing. For what? To be the best house. What makes you the best? I don't know. No one really knows. Like it's not. It's all superficial. But I'm just, just saying. Like I think the, is that's the thing. It's superficial. Like it's like <laughs> you can't you can't say that frats are the one thing that can't compete and can't try to be the best. Rather, it's just a superficial aspect of what they're kind of go at for to be the best socially, be the best good looking. Like at the end of the day, it's just another thing people find passion in, and how ridiculous it might be to find your passion being a fraternity. But just like we talked about last night, like people find their passion in football, pe- find, people find their passion in literature. It's just like another thing that people find to love, and they find competition and enjoyment, and it brings novelty to their life. Like who's to say that fraternities are more superficial? It's just like another whole like social construct and perception and like kind of just like superiority complex that like you know it's just replicated by another group you know, wow it's just it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I, it's I just don't know it's a very aggressive point yeah that's yeah um i don't even know what to say to that <laughs> yeah i guess my, <laughs> my remaining question though is like so i know that it you know greek life can be very important to the individual individual who's involved and that's something that i could sympathize with as somebody who's passionate about things like most people are about something but i think it really can't be denied that greek life has an impact on campus outside of the members of any fraternity even like within the greek life sphere and outside of it too so it's something you can't really neglect like you know, I don't. I I don't think Greek life is all good or all bad, but you know, there yeah. there's some things that can't be dismissed. I don't think. But just like that, like we're saying we're a football team because USC is a great football program. We're gonna let in kids here that did not necessarily work to get in here academically. We're gonna put money. We're gonna put student money that aren't football players that have no interest in football into the football program into our athletic departments. We're never gonna go to a swimming match yet, but some of our money goes to like swimming and whatnot. And that has no effect on us. On all the day, there's like, there's gonna be misallocation of priorities and money and all that good stuff. But it's just like, it's just kind of what it is, and that's that's what you have to kind of you have to just swallow that. That's yeah. what it is. It's interesting. It's really interesting to kind of see like what it's kind of turned into and what perception of Greek life and all that, <coughs> what organizations really are and what it means to like the stigma of having like an exclusive organization that. Not necessarily like as conventional as making a sports team or like a hobby. It's just like a different type of group altogether, and that's where it gets a lot of people kind of confused and not really sure what to make of it. It doesn't necessarily provide a clear-cut goal or or or, or service to a lot of people, and, uh, and so only the people really involved or the people interested. To them, it does. You can't explain to someone who's never touched you know a field in their life why football is any significant or important and why it's any more than just a bunch of like dumb kids just smacking their heads against each other to move a ball down the field it's a matter it's just a matter if you find any meaning or significance within yourself like, you know you can't explain to some people why why a fraternity is any important and why it's significant and why you should you know 
do pledging, why you should join it, why you should pay dues, just to learn this during this exclusive like group, and that's kind of what it boils down to, you know. It's just a matter a matter if you just think it makes any sense to you. Plain yeah. personal decision. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with joining Greek life. I don't think there. One like... thing I wonder about is how, because people always say that like, oh, frats used to be crazy back in the day, but I wonder how much it has really changed. Like, it feels like fraternities have had a sort of a long history in American culture and, like, you know, and even in pretty major cases, like, you know, the, the like the Bushes and uh, I, some number of presidents were in fraternities and and all these, you know, famous people. I'm kind of talking out of my ass, to be frank, but <laughs> the, the, the uh, point that I'm getting at is, are these, you know, they have their critics as glorified boys clubs that, like, you know, aren't productive f- for schools, but they they have this history associated with them and, like, this this defined place in American culture that I think is kind of interesting. Yeah, I know. It's definitely, like, a very weird thing. You know, because, like... Like, there's a whole culture. M- more people than you would expect understand, like, Greek life lingo and, like, things about it. Yeah, there's, like, whole words. <laughs> yeah. Like, rush and, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Pledging. I was with <laughs> one of my friend's grandparents who lives in Malibu. Mason, you were there. Mm-hmm. And um, the grandparents were, like, asking us about Rush and stuff. And, like, knowing my grandparents, my, my grandma was, like, super out of touch and wouldn't know about any of that, you know, nonsense. But nonsense. it just surprised... Come on, I'm being... It just surprises me that Maybe it's because we're near USC and all, but I don't know. It's it doesn't seem like something that would be relevant to people who aren't at a university, but maybe it is. I guess uh, I guess people can get a lot out of it. Like Animal House is a successful movie, and it's not like it was only watched by people at colleges. Yeah, you think so? Was it funny to you? Because like you're not in Greek life. Like, did it, was it less relatable? Like, well, I mean, I I don't think anybody really related to it <laughs> i definitely didn't relate to it at all and to be honest uh the joke kind of got old for me a little bit with that movie like i feel like the one main joke is that oh we're just crazy like don't give a shit frat guys and we're gonna get involved in this new antics and plots like that are kind of fun to watch unfold but they do kind of bore me after a little bit um yeah that's interesting. Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess it didn't like really go anywhere. Go. The movie, honestly. Like the whole yeah, I don't the know climax of the to, plot though. felt like, just like sort of another act. No. It's kind of like ran out of jokes. Like the one with um, McConaughey. McConaughey. First impression. Is it a comedy? No, it's one of those like first movies. Days and Confused. I haven't seen oh. it. Oh. I know I haven't seen that one. Kind of just like all over the place. Kind of necessarily not like have a necessarily huge climax or anything. But this movie had a climax. It had a, had a yeah. It was at the end, like the, the parade thing. thing. Plot, I would say. No, there, I'm not saying there wasn't a plot. Like I mean, of course things happened and you could follow the structure of it. But you know, it didn't really so it develop any in any meaningful <laughs> way. It was just this happened and then that happened and then that happened. Like you know, yeah. and nothing is ever touched on again. The 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 horse was never addressed ever. Yeah, oh, I forgot about the horse thing. Yeah. There was a horse that died in this. 
I don't know if he died. Like the he wasn't even shot, but he just freaked out. He fell no, over. Oh. No, the, the, the whole. Did not get to get shot. No, the whole idea was that there were blanks in the gun. He aimed the gun up in the sky. Yeah, but then they walked in. They're like looking down on the ground. Oh, yeah, and I think he had a heart attack or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He didn't shoot. Oh, uh, didn't die. No, it's not dead. Well, maybe it's dead. Maybe it did have a heart attack, or or maybe it's just nonsense, which is what I think. But no, I mean I don't really know. Interesting. And that was like not touched on later. <laughs> no, n- yeah. None of it was. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like the 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 plot of the movie was just. <laughs> The, the plot was kind of pointless. It was just to entertain was, was the idea. Yeah. You going, <laughs> I f- yeah, I feel like this movie is not this deep. No, it's not. <laughs> I think it should be taking its surface value for the most part. I mean, I'm not totally sold on the satire idea, but... Yeah, the satire I thing, I think, has some... It holds some water because it, it did strike us all how ridiculous-seeming and how... How ridiculous seeming the movie was, and how offhandedly they did incredibly ridiculous things. Um, but I can't tell if that's just the intended value of the movie that you're supposed to be like, "Whoa, these guys are crazy," or if it was supposed to be in a satirical way. You said there were like yeah. there were other writings on that, like stereotype yeah, no, or satire or whatever. Um, here, let me see. It was like the article was like stereotypical versus satirical. Um, oh yeah, so I guess it's like a, these reviewers debate the movie. This is one guy thinks it perpetuates racist, sexist, and homophobic ideas. Um, women are, the sh- are shamelessly, are shamelessly exploited and similar negative treatment is directed toward African Americans. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that for a little bit. Like, there are... <laughs> the racism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or not nec- just that, but there are a lot of things that are problematic uh, I guess yeah, satire or not, it's just kind of weird to like uh-huh. show well, I mean, it and I, I almost guess... encourage it by showing it. <laughs> the use of satire, like, <clears throat> if it was satirical, they're not really encouraging it. But you have to admit they do at least seemingly glorify these guys a little bit. Make them out yeah. to seem like these interesting and, like, worldly adventurer types, you know, who go on these crazy adventures and get involved in, like, hijinks. But, and, I don't know. I think they were kind of glorifying it. Yeah, but... Like, these guys are supposed to be funny. Like, you're supposed to laugh with them, not at them. That's true. So I wouldn't take the whole thing as, like, you're laughing at everybody. Oh, you totally were supposed to laugh at them, dude. What are you talking about? I feel like you're kind of laughing with them. Oh, no, dude. You're supposed to laugh at... You are one of the main characters. You're just, like, a drunk who just, like, knocks the fun of the head, dude. Yeah, but he's, like, (laughs) a likable drunk. Like, Like, he's, he's like... He's a senator. Yeah. Yeah, and you're so laughing at him because it's ironic. Yeah, you're laughing. The, the re- and that's that the whole reason why that joke is funny is because he's just clearly such an ignoramus that like that would never happen. Yeah. That's true. I guess you're laughing at them sometimes. You laugh at them, but you do laugh with them. Like Yeah, I, I wouldn't say you you're laughing sort of only at them. M- meant to think that they're the shit sometimes, you know, like... They, they just run these parties and throw these sick ragers whenever they want, like... I don't think you're you're meant to criticize them. So it is interesting that they perpetuate some of those negative that. values. I don't think the guys necessarily thought they were like super cool or anything. They're just like is like bottom house guys that just like like to hang out and throw little parties and not really care about anything. Oh, and I think a lot of people can in- envy that, you know, that that persona like their house, they like the group of people that's they what I'm saying. themselves with. Yeah, yeah. So and like that's why it's, it's, 
you know, you I guess they're idolized in that degree, but that's because how it should be idolized. But yeah, some of the stuff they do necessarily isn't morally <laughs> yeah, They right. didn't really act in a you way know? that should be idolized. That's more reflective of the right. time, I think, than, than the themes. So you think that all that... That is like, kind of reflective of the time. A lot was... of it is. Yeah. I think I think the stuff that they do wrong, whether it's just like the racist jokes and the the sex. I mean, all of that stuff really is like, like all these. I think it's more of a problem of the time and just that they thought that was okay, but it's still inherently the movie. It's like the the theme is about just these guys that are just like solely dependent on each other, and uh, you know their experience with one another and kind of just like you know living life, going out, getting in the car, and driving around and just seeing what happens. You know, living in the present. And I think that's what a lot of movies you talk about, like Dazed and Confused, Breakfast Club. It's all about, like, just kind of living in the current experience. You know, not necessarily any crazy backstory or crazy ending, but kind of just like a night around town, going around day, just having interactions with people. Like a day in the life of these characters. Yeah. So do you think that some of the stuff is, like, still relevant? kind of like change a little bit what do you mean like would you say like all this sexism and like stuff is like a relevant conversation to have today like oh well, yeah of course like i mean i'm sort of a, a like, pessimist with this stuff i think the the battle for social justice is never going to be fully won since people are assholes honestly and they're just going to be insensitive people yeah, at least in some minority, no matter what. But the conversation is relevant still, since damage control is obviously better than nothing. Like, yeah, I think it's it's still an important job to do to make sure that people are acting. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, th- I think that it's still relevant. <laughs> um, it is worth keeping in mind, like, well, so I'm the three of us can't really attest to this since none of us were even alive as a thought when this movie uh-huh. was created, but... I wonder how much of that really is a, a sign of the times and how much of that stuff was ingrained in normal culture, like using the offen- some of the offensive language they did in the movie and, and the way they talked about women and minorities. Like, that stuff is was, was probably a lot more normalized now or then than it, was, than it is now. Right. Yeah, I mean, since none of us were, like, alive then, it's kind of hard to gauge mm-hmm. what exactly really happened. Nice. Yeah, I know. I don't know how relevant. That literally could have been USC like 30 years ago. Who would know? It probably was. Like, I mean, and it's kind of USC now still. Like, it's not like nobody talks like that anymore. Yeah. I would say, yeah. There's like newer stuff. Replace some of the things they did. Racial slurs. Right. I think it'll be a lot more like that over like the like molestation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just the divide between language and then crimes <laughs> but, yeah um but yeah I, I i know plenty of people still who use that same type of uh offensive language in common speech and i feel like the conception is that like people say it while internally thinking oh i know this is morally wrong but i don't i don't hate gay people or i don't hate black people i'm just saying because i think it's funny but it's different when i say it but Mm -hmm. i don't know (laughs) everybody thinks that (laughs) then it's not different that's true so we got about we got about five minutes i think we'll kind of wrap up and and conversation piece for us end on if you want to finish okay well my conversation piece is just overall 
is it good? Like, would you recommend this? Like, good now, movie? Today? Oh yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially any like fraternity people, I would suggest it. Anyone that's just involved with any like organization that brings them like sisterhood or brotherhood, I would say watch this. So you don't think it's like none of it like offended you too much where you wouldn't show it? It's a movie, dude. Like I, yeah. I'm not like. Yeah. That's where I draw the line, dude. Like, it's an old movie that, like, yes, it says some offensive things, but, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna censor a piece of our culture, and you can't censor all stuff like you, like, it's just part of that old culture, and it's just, you can experience it, and it can show you a little bit about that perspective, but to just, like, be blind to it and remove yourself, it's just, like, just as ignorant as the people were of that time. Yeah, but just to be devil's advocate, I guess, like, just, like, there are people that today would be offended by some of the things that go on in that movie. We're probably people. So for you to recommend it or encourage it, we're offended feel like it. If, you, if you're emotionally going to feel distressed from it and you don't... Don't watch it. Then don't watch the movie. Hmm. <laughs> no? Anyway, I, I liked it overall. Um, pretty entertaining watch, but probably oh, not the type of thing that has a lot of rewatch value for me. But I'd, I'd I'd play it for a friend or something. Yeah, I think I'm about with you there. It was like it was funny. I don't know if like, I'd ever watch it again. But yeah, yeah. I don't know if, it and I'll definitely scary. never be able to have another like 50 minute long conversation about it. I, don't think. <laughs> I think we've pretty much run run this movie dry. Yeah, this um, movie the may question. or may not have had depth. Question mark. <laughs> the big question is: Would you buy a shirt that says college on it? I swear to God, I, there was this kid. I, <laughs> I would love I'm that. surprised I didn't talk about this. We gave this one of our friends we knew endless amounts of flack for wearing a shirt that was that exact shirt. It just said college mm-hmm. uh, back yeah. in high school. And like he had never seen the movie. We had never seen the movie, but he, we knew it was from the movie. And that was kind of the joke is that this kid just wore this ridiculous shirt that just says college on it yeah. to high school. We, um, we had a person like that in my grade, too. He who wore a college, college shirt, and, really? And I didn't get that. Reference actually, <laughs> so now that makes sense. College, man. I thought he was just like college, college, class, university, and and Maryland. It's kind of we funny. Have, we have a University of Maryland University College. It's oh all my. one name. That's, that's a very Maryland thing. I feel like double university, twice the degree. Yeah, twice as good. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Any any final thoughts before we before we head out? Uh. No. Dope. Okay. Mason, oh, any last thoughts? Uh, it's a good film. I'd watch it unless you're easily offended and you find some things you might not really enjoy, then I would say definitely don't watch it. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. If you're easily offended, maybe not give it a watch. <laughs> but it's it's pretty funny if you can, if you can ignore s- some of you those can jokes. stomach, you know. Yeah. Uh, you'll be fine. It's not going to kill you. You'll be fine. <laughs> there, there are worse things. You'll live. Like, definitely. I promise you'll live. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that that about does it. I think we're gonna we're gonna Fine. head out. Um, but yeah. So now we're gonna go play some other music. And thanks for listening. If there was any listeners tonight. out tonight. Yeah, go. Yeah. All right. Peace. Yeah, I'll do it.